You just need to Jim's barbecue. Well, Jimmy, Jimmy wants his blood wine. What's everybody want? They're all like, they tapped out. They're like, nope, we're good. But D- Dave ended up wanting something. So I'm like, okay, well, as soon as uh, Jamil lets me know or whatever, I'll, I'll place the order. And it's been like eight years, and I still haven't heard from Jamil. There you go, Jamil. Well, you you that a few weeks ago that he asked about that. It was. Sorry, too busy on a rival podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Welcome, it? everybody. It is Big Brother tonight. <laughs> are we live for real? We are. It looks like we're actually live this time, guys. <laughs> yes. We're live. We're live yes. on, on the we're Rival live. Podcast. We're live. And it is Thursday, September 24th, 2020. And we're here covering Big Brother Season 22 All-Stars here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater, co-host Jamil Robinson, to talk about this season of Big Brother. Tonight, there was the eviction of Davon Rogers, right? Uh, my yep. pick in the draft. But the You're other done. big headline at this hour is... Dr. Will Kirby, the winner of season two, legend, the Gretzky, if you will, of Big Brother, has moved in next door in a bathrobe, glistening from where, Jeff? Um, I don't know. The soundstage next door? I don't know. I thought you were. This is your Pleasantville. I was. I hope it gave you a uh, softball oh, you, you, for your. You were, your ple- you were setting me up for the Pleasantville. I was yeah, setting you up for Pleasantville was- because we were live earlier a few minutes ago. We lost the whole Dave, feed. Dave, hit me with it. Hit me with the setup. Right, Jamil, um, Jamil, do you think anybody you. could have predicted that there would be a celebrity like plug or some kind <laughs> of like boost to this show? Who would have ever thought such a thing? Wait, I, I, I sure could have sworn. I, I didn't hear anybody sworn, say anything like that. I could have sworn that someone mentioned it last week. No. Oh wait, that person was me. No, we all we what? denounced you. We denounced you as a conspiracy theorist and out with you. Breaking <laughs> news. Breaking news. Right. They you called enough, it. They had enough skill and talent already in the house. They didn't need this. Yeah. I love I love how everyone's like everyone knows who this is and then Dave's reaction. Wow. Who's that? Like the Wow. About wow. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Will. He's probably like, who is this dude? Who do you think had the biggest like I don't know who that is reaction? <laughs> I feel like Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, knew Nicole? knows. I know, I know she knows, but he knows. She's She's like, before. oh no, he's gonna make fun of me. I think she was more looking David, at right? what, I think she was more looking at Will because she was like, oh, the show must be doing bad if Will's here. <laughs> there might be a little bit of that, some truth to that, because like we were saying, like they must have paid Dr. Will an exorbitant amount of money to come and do this. I'm your next door neighbor or you know, bathrobe or whatever he's doing from Pleasantville. You know, if I, I'm stealing right. Jeff's uh, original. He walked right? off the set of Pleasantville and walked onto the balcony. Yes. Yeah, he glistening like- in his bathrobe. And yeah, he's here now. Is he enough to bring in the ratings? Is he enough to at least get the ratings up? So look at this. When I went upstairs to talk to, I, I had a chat with my sister. And she's like, did you see that? And I'm like, what? She's like, the silver fox. So she's digging the well. She's digging the well. She's digging the well. Yeah. Uh, 
I am having an issue. I can't show comments in the feed tonight <laughs> in this in this stream, but I am seeing comments. I see the comments, but I just can't display them on screen for for some reason. So. Still put the comments there. You know, we will just um, reiterate it. So we'll just um, read them. We'll just read them. So yeah. uh, just just if you have, if you want to uh, take have a taken. I just saw here that uh, our friend J Jobs is saying Dave Cody. LOL. Not yeah. sure what that's Co referring to. You're supposed is it, to oh, oh, his Cody? reaction. Probably I was like, I was asking like whose reaction to Dr. Will. Yeah, no, yeah. Cody's was incredible. Uh, because he was just like, oh my god. And then we got this like eavesdrop scene, which was basically just Cody talking to Danny sort of in the credits about how they had a, some kind of blow up earlier. I'm not up to speed on what may have transpired today with those two, but I, I think um, everyone is um out of the loop because of the um um, we we can talk about because technically there is no spoilers. <laughs> there is no spoilers. This uh, this one everything's but, happened. <laughs> everything's happened and everything is offline because we didn't get to even see the beginning of the HOH. Um, no, no, it was kind of unprecedented a little bit. Uh, yeah, this they, season they've been um they've been keeping the feeds down until the West Coast airing ends. So they still got like three hours before they even hint about showing anything. But what happened was there was another wall yeller and the feeds were down for a long time. Um, so we don't know 16 what hours. Yeah. 16 hours, 16 hours. So we don't know exactly what transpired. There's some guesses, but um, a lot of theories were kind of debunked in this episode. Uh, Dave. Yeah, like well, it was supposed to be Rachel Riley, right? That was who the celebrity, right. this uh, house guest neighbor, whatever it is uh, that's moving in, who uh, I assume will not be joining the game, but we don't really know. There's not, like, as you mentioned, <laughs> Dan he came in as a coach or whatever once upon a time, and then he was eventually allowed to join the game as a player and almost won, right? So, so Cody's got to be thinking that. Like, what if he becomes a player? And he and what did Will say tonight? You didn't think there could be an all-star season without me. Well, we thought that's what was happening. Yeah, okay. Well, here's the whole rub here. Is like Julie says, oh, we got this neighbor moving in to shake things up. What's getting shaken up? I don't get it. It just seems like Dr. Will's bank account and his coffee, and that's about it. What's getting, I don't get what's happening in the game with Dr. Will that is shaking it up. Is he going to do it later? How is he going to shake it up? They didn't explain his role at all, other than he's there and they can talk to this new person um, <laughs> who was the Zingbot. So they can ask him, what's it like to wear a Zingbot suit? Because apparently that's what, was that corroborated? That he that Zingbot uh, from yesterday was was Doctor Will because he'd have to be in quarantine for. Oh, I was making that up, Dave. Did, two did weeks. he ever? Did he ever have his fingers as Zingbot go like this? So maybe he was like Zing Zing. Right. Like, Real oh, deal. God. Asking us in the chat. Yeah, what do you guys think of the twist? And <laughs> I, I, what what is the twist? Like the, the, the Doctor Will is, is here. The twist is they're gonna have prizes. They're gonna have like temptation, so you can either go for HOH or the temptation. Does that mean it's gonna be slip and slide? Well, they've done these temptation things before. They usually don't really work, especially when you have these alpha strong uh, dominant alliances, which are like, no, don't. If anybody does that, you will be the next to go. And they sort of like, like Christmas is really good at this kind of tactic, like striking fear. If anybody tries to do something, they're just uh, persona non grata. So there could be um, sort of a backlash to th throwing a twist like this into the game. But if it's slip and slide, what usually ends up happening is people start going for the, the HOH. And then at a certain point, the people who suck, uh, 
usually like realize they're never going to win. And then they start going for the secondary prizes. Right. Um, so you can certainly see like if it is slip inside. And I, I know I'm leaning heavily into that right now. But if it is, then um, you can see this is my scenario. Just just roll with me as I kind of paint the scene. OK, so Danny's going to convince Memphis to let Memphis play for HOH again. Stupidly thinking that Memphis is going to hold true to a deal stating that he will protect Danny, right? Um, right. So all of them are going for it. Um, Kevin is out early because he doesn't have a chance. So he starts going for secondary prizes. Um, Memphis is a try hard. So Memphis is going to try hard, but Tyler's going to try hard too. And so is Cody because I think they want to take control of this kind of situation. Um, but if they see like David's going to like, win out um you're gonna see memphis ease back but tyler's gonna still go nicole's not gonna have a chance so she's gonna go for next secondary prizes uh which will probably be like a slot pass um and um enzo is gonna be slipping and sliding like a, a meow meow cat right just going back and forth and not really he's vincenzo now jamil sorry no vincenzo vincenzo um vincenzo so <laughs> i think that tyler will win hoh and uh, Tyler will pull up uh, Danny and Nicole. So says me. That's your prediction. Okay, so you were right about they were going to bring in some new celebrity influence. Who called it? You said it at the top of the show, Jamil. And I, you know, your your Nostradamus like abilities are, are looking pretty good right now. I think you you're being able to call how things are going to go. And Tyler's the next HOH is not a bad bet. Uh, we saw how dominant he was in that veto competition. And if it is something like slip and slide, I think him and Cody have a very good chance of winning that. Um, they were anybody who's this. tall. They were kind of because this the slip and slide is all about it's about conditioning and in cardio, but it's it's also just about how tall you are, how long your stride is, uh, assuming that all things are equal and you've got balance and other things that are just as good as the next person. Uh, that uh, you know, people who typically do well at that are the ones who are just really tall. And Cody, I think, won that competition in his original season, right? Possibly. Um, one comment here was, uh, Vincenzo is an Italian male given name derived from the Latin name Vincentius, the verb vincere, meaning to win or to conquer. So Vincenzo, Enzo, <laughs> is going to conquer this whole house. He was bred for this. He was kind of bred for this. He was named for this. Yeah. He was the real bred for this. He's the true one. He's the Neo. He's the... The gladiator. He's the Maximus. Maximus Aurelius. Next yeah. question here is, what do you all think about uh, Christmas Memphis and the David thing? Okay, so that, let's talk about tonight, which we saw uh, before the eviction and everything else, that Memphis and Enzo, uh, they had cooked up this plan, pitched by Memphis, that we will create two alliances of three. Uh, but 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 you and me you and me Enzo be Memphis. Uh, but we will the third the, the third person will be two people. So we'll actually have four, but they think it's three, so that they're loyal to us but not to each other. First threesome here. I don't know why. I thought Cody was running this game, but it looks like now Memphis is like, no, I'm running this game with Enzo, and we're we're duping Cody. Uh, I don't like, we'll call it the wise guys and Cody's for whatever you know. We'll just always tell you, yeah, I'm for that. Let's do that. Let's make an alliance. And so I don't know if I could ever really believe what Cody is selling me or telling me, but they are, I think. And so then they do Christmas is in the wise guys too. She goes, but I'm not a guy. Hmm. Um, yeah, she does. She does was this a good move? 
Yes. Jeff, was this was this a good strategy, Jamil? This this create two threesomes uh, with Enzo. So, okay, Jeff. And if it was, did he pick the right people? Did Memphis is is Enzo the right person to, for the for the second person in this little plot? And are Cody? And if so, are Cody and Christmas the right people for those two to pick to be in this thing? Uh, or can they fool both those people? Depends if they're chatty Cathy's with each other, and if they are, then yeah, it'll get. It could they could blow it up later, which just gives them more ammunition, and they'll just put it in their back pocket if they ever want to get rid of Memphis. So then it's a bad move. Well, it could be, or a badly it, executed move. At least the theory is sound, but the execution here is poor, because if Cody and Christmas somehow compare notes, then this could be a kind of an ugly thing for them. Sure, but that's what you have to do in Big Brother. You have to get, you have to take risks, and uh, to be able to get kind of far in the game and kind of make sure you you position yourself in a position of power, and that's how you do it. So my take on this is that if uh, Memphis and Enzo are having a conversation with Cody, saying, um, "This is our final three, but final four is Christmas," and mm-hmm. then when they're with Christmas, go. This is our final three, but our final four is with Cody. We'll get rid of Cody at, at four. So that when you're all in the room together, up until like four or five, you're having the same thought process, which is just this four, we're going to get to four. Let's just get to four. Let's just get to four, right? Because there's no need for the other people to start talking about three, right? Until they're like, hey, we don't want Memphis in our, our final three plans. And then things can start to blow up, right? But up until then, right, everything is sound. They all have the same mindset. And if you're like, if you're um, Enzo, this is perfect. It's like all these people want to take me to final three. Sure, cool. That's fine. If anything happens, I say, hey, that wasn't me. That was Memphis. And I'm just said, if people come up with a final three plan, I'm going to say, sure. Fine, whatever, right? Doesn't mean I'm not loyal to you, Cody. Doesn't mean I'm not loyal to Tyler, right? Right. Um, I well, thought Christmas was going to be on our side. I thought Cody was going to be on our side, right? If you're Christmas, right, and you're loyal to Cody, then you're like, oh, yeah, sure, Final Four. And then, you know, you're like, hey, um, you know, let's make sure that we take care of each other. The thought process is still the same, that they're going to get farther together as a group, right? And you're Cody. You're like, of course everyone wants to take me to Final Three. I'm Cody. I was bred for this. I, you know, the puppet master, right? Everyone's running around. So for all parties involved, as of right now, it kind of goes in line with their end agenda for the time being. So unless you include Tyler in your plans, this is fine. Right, but is it true that because... Cody didn't get his taco meat this week. <laughs> that he didn't get the steak or the beef that's needed for his biceps because they're not going to feed themselves. No, they're not going to feed themselves. Like <laughs> the outfit. That, that was his mother who said that stuff, right? That was yeah. that was Polly. Yeah, yeah, that was Polly. No, oh, jeez. Those puppies need meat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, like okay, like I I think that it's the right move for. Um, Memphis and for Enzo because I think that they, you know, are older players that uh, that I don't think Cody is necessarily loyal to. So I think this is a good move, at least at least a good 
Hail Mary move uh, if it turns out not to work out for them with Christmas and Cody because why not get those people who are really good at competitions to protect you and fight for you because they think that you are in a final three with them. And I think at least seemed like Cody was eating it up. Christmas, I don't really know how much she trusted. I think she's like, I already have my team with Tyler, and this is more of a backup plan. But I, you know, I'm willing to keep this as a as a as, a, as an option, which is nice to see Christmas actually trying to do something like that because she's that's not really typical for her. Um, at least that she's um, uh, considering it, right? I, I think Tyler is. Um, there's going to be a huge target on Tyler. There's more than enough people willing to take shots at him at this point. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the underdog. Coming down the stretch here, Tyler's, Tyler's going to be the underdog coming down the stretch. You know, yeah, um, but I think he's like the kind of guy who can win out, right? He, he could, he can't win out, but he could definitely have the fortunes favor him. One one comment here is that Christmas is loyal to Tyler, but Cody and Enzo are loyal to each other. So will wise guys fall? Uh, only well, only maybe wise guys part two. Maybe that's why it's even smarter. Is that um, that that Memphis has sort of made insurance for himself here, in that he has a solid three with him, Cody, and Enzo. So even if Christmas stays loyal to Tyler, it will still be three versus two. But depending on where Danny and Nicole, I, I think that they plan to get rid of them first, right, before yeah. they start going after each other. But maybe it will happen sooner because they're already kind of jockeying for each other like we've been this is what we kind of been waiting for is like when will this game start to kick into high gear and now that dave on is gone like like what's left kevin and david are your big threats these are the two people who are who are going to ruin your game your dynasty. david david's your, your, gonna make a run he's gonna be inspired by dave on's um words right and that's why it's smart here that tyler used didn't use the veto this week protected david because david is somebody i think he can scoop up pretty easily he's gone to bat for david a few times even though david has burned him a little bit and uh and so i think he's willing to uh go with her and then you know who knows it could be if, if tyler can win out either a series of hohs at vetoes or comp, whatever or whatever whenever he needs to do it he does it uh then he takes david to the final two imagine that you know, and then he wins, but that that would be something that he would have to really uh, do something impressive. And I think if there's a player that can do it. It's Tyler. I'm not a huge Tyler fan, especially early on in this season. But he's starting to. Be I personally I can root for. I personally think uh, Tyler would need to get Cody out to in a in order to accomplish what you're talking about. I think he would if, if he could replace Cody in the Enzo Memphis relationship, then he 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 has a good chance. But right now, because Cody, Cody's like filling that slot for them, and t- eventually Tyler's just going to be that expendable player that's too big of threat to leave around, you know. So he, if I were him, I would make it my mission to get Cody out. Yeah, well, like that's what we've been waiting for. It's like at least like okay, this big alliance, which is all the like the strongest competitors in every way. They've been running this game for weeks. We're going into week eight now. We've been saying like the game is too stale. It's too predictable, whatever. And now that it's just about to get maybe a little interesting now that they're like these non-committee members are almost negligible. Uh, Dr. Will has been thrown into the mix. So maybe the second half of this game is even more exciting. Jeff, there, uh, what did you think about the announcement that we're not getting just a double eviction, but a triple eviction a la Big Brother Canada? I told you I called that. 
I said you, triple eviction. You, you threw it out there. I wouldn't know if you called it, but you threw it out there. I didn't what, was a formally eviction? call it, but I definitely said triple eviction. You said it. You did say it. So, Jamil. Like, that would make sense if they did that. Do you want to give him the prediction? Do you think he called it? Good job, Jeff. Good Thank job. Jamil's giving it to you. He says he called it. So. Thank you. Well, I did have my meat, so my biceps got got the uh, you know, the fuel. So that. <laughs> well, well done, well done. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Wait, sorry, where were we? Um, triple eviction. Triple eviction. Okay, I don't like the triple eviction. By the way, sticks. the triple eviction is a thing from Big Brother Canada. They every now they usually do it later. They usually do it when there's only like seven left they're going to do it here when there's nine left which is maybe good so basically it's they'll have this first eviction whoever wins hoh there will just be that will happen that night then there will be sort of like two more evictions very after that so they'll put what will happen is somebody wins hoh somebody puts three people on the block and then there's still a veto and somebody can pull themselves down but there's still three nominees at the end and basically you sit you vote to save two of them is that what it is and so whoever gets the least amount of save votes is the or no, no, it's only you vote to save one person. Whoever gets the most save votes stays. The other two go. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's right. So, so uh, <laughs> can I amend my um, my prediction then? Yes. So this week, um, this week, uh, let's say Nicole wins HOH, and she puts up Kevin and David, right, with a plan to backdoor Tyler. Tyler wins HOH. And takes down David. Right? So she puts up uh, Memphis. Right? And then um, Kevin goes home. And then next, um, triple eviction. Uh, David wins. Puts up Danny, Nicole, and Christmas. And Christmas right. stays. Right. So was this a smart play tonight with by Christmas going to David and kind of swooping him in and actually talking game with him it was kind of sad at the same time i'm like so you just basically weren't including this guy whatsoever no nobody's given him anything they're like no i feel so bad for him like yeah. honestly like for david man like he, he it makes me want to cry well like, we had a like, comment last guys i don't know if you guys saw in our youtube comments uh there was somebody who takes exception to all of our our david uh things but um somebody uh, oh well i think it was, it was our friend real deal he said uh uh, to be honest, I respect you a lot, but I want you to know that Tyler is the weakest and not David. And the days will prove you the truth of this statement. <laughs> Tyler is going through the back door next week, and you don't realize it yet. Stand with Tyler, man. He's the weakest link in the group, and he's alone now. That's the sad, scary part of the story is that he will exit the competition without talking about him and giving him his right. Because Tyler is the true underdog bro. He sacrificed himself. This uh, way of playing for the sake of others and did not believe him and rather turn him against <laughs> him than sacrifice for the sake. It goes on. I don't know if I can read it everything, but. Um, Ovi, is that you? Ovi? <laughs> Ovi? Ovi. <laughs> yeah, so no, uh, okay. I, David, okay, but David, nobody's even trying with David now because I, I think everyone believes he's he's a liability because he burned uh, Davon and Tyler early in this game. I think they're just like, no, I can't trust him because he'll burn me now. Now, Christmas is going out on a limb. She is taking a risk, but she's hoping that she might be able to use David because I think they realize he's a good enough competitor to maybe win HOH. And if he does, make sure he goes after Nicole and Danny, right? And so, you know, and Christmas has been tight with him. Weren't they in the in the tub, Jeff? Uh, together? Yeah, and they promised on the Girls' Alliance. 
There was a girls' alliance, and Christmas they is using squared. David they, now to that, to cut know. their throats, stab them right in the back yeah. as Davon's going out the door. So yet another woman. So mm. and we've said we've known this all along that Christmas has no allegiance to girl power, and no, like it won't be surprising if Nicole and Danny are on the block and one of them goes home next week. Question well, here. Surprised. Question here is: Does the triple eviction mean that three full weeks of play in one hour, or multiple people leaving in one eviction? Yeah. So the first eviction happens, and basically in the second hour or the second half of it, two people go. Three people go up on the block, and two people get evicted of those three. Um, yeah. If they do it the Canadian way, I don't know if they they might do it some other way. That might Trevor be Boris is, is is he working as a game master for this season? Perhaps uh, you yeah. you know like I, they might get, be getting Canadian production involved because Big Brother Canada uh, it's it doesn't have the best theme song you know you may you may prefer you may prefer uh, Julie Chen Moonves to uh, Arissa Cox but uh, I would say that the co the competitions and the production value in some of those competitions is superb in Big Brother Canada and, and Marsha the Moose is uh, better than Zingbot. But I don't think that the triple eviction is one of the good things from Big Brother Canada. I think it's actually it typically is uh, it never. It, it it will never go. It will break your heart. Is what's going to happen because uh, people you love are going to go. Like play, players that are really good um, who wouldn't potentially go, they definitely go in these triple evictions. That could be interesting here with this particular cast. What would be the worst case scenario for you at a triple eviction? Uh, in the triple eviction, my I don't know at this point. What's my worst case scenario? So so the first hour is I don't know like. Kevin goes because that's just an, that's a boring week, right? So so whoever wins HOH, it's not Kevin. Kevin is ended up so being the target, and he goes this week. Uh, and then in the second hour, it's David and Danny. That would be sort of the, I think that's my worst case scenario because that is the most boring thing that can happen. Um, that's these big players here, and but big, I mean like they're they're competition threats, they're big social powers in the house, they have this thing locked down and they haven't had to swing at each other really at all. Like, you know, like the, uh, and so and it's just delaying it for a whole other week. They're going to survive the triple eviction and we're still going to like Frenzel, Cody, Christmas, uh, Tyler in the house. That might be fun to watch, but it's, it's like, oh, it's more, just another delay. Jeff, worst case scenario? Uh, for the HOH? For triple eviction. Oh, yeah. triple eviction. Worst case scenario, who goes home? Who are the three people who go in this triple eviction that is your worst case? So the one from the current week. And so then the people the I, two people. The people I don't want to go home, I guess, would be... I don't want David to go home. Yeah. I don't I, I don't care if Kevin goes home. I kind of want him to because I think he, he sucks. Um, Let's just bring up the list here because I, I wanted to uh, just, you know. I, I don't know. Like, I don't like any of them. You know, after David right now, I'm not really rooting for anybody. I'll tell you my worst case scenario. My worst case scenario is uh, Kevin goes home tonight and then in the triple eviction, um, Cody and Tyler both go home. Guys, I just want to uh, shout out here Davon Rogers, who went out 16th in Big Brother 17, 11th place in Big Brother 18, and now uh, she is the seventh evicted and second jury member. What here. number did she get? This She is the... Uh, so 16 minus place? 7. So Ninth place. Well, you know, four or five more times playing Big Brother, she might tenth, win. Tenth. She's 10th place. Yeah, she's steadily climbing up. It's an improvement. This was an improvement. So yes. good for you, Devon. 
so that means I am officially out of our pool, uh, uh, the eight people. I had Nicole Anthony, and that is done. And Daryl and some others are looking pretty good. I'm just going to straight through that. I drafted the best. I have the Teflon man who's um, – how many votes has gone against, like, Kevin? Uh, Kevin, many votes. He's been on the, vote. He's been on the block more than anybody. Um, I know, but, know. like, usually it's, like, an unanimous – so outside fact, of Jane, recently he got two votes against him just recently jane jane is jane has got two people she has david and danielle that's, that's she's looking ridiculous. strong uh kevin and enzo memphis and christmas and then you also have cody and nicole franzel with jeff now we have this sean who's our other guy in this he's got tyler but he lost ian last week so he was and also Jamil has what Kevin and Enzo. Kevin and Enzo. Yeah, You're looking yeah. pretty solid. I think that I, I'm officially done. So I have nobody, I have no stake in this anymore. I just want to see a good play in it. I just, you know, who's rootable, that kind of thing. But of those people that are left, and the nine are Cody, Nicole Frenzel, David, Danielle, Kevin, Enzo, Tyler, Memphis, and Christmas. Who are the those three that you don't want to see? Because after that, there's only gonna be six. There's only gonna be six people left after this next week, right? Because there will be a triple eviction. So yes, I'm doing the math just, right. So yes, wait, yeah. Just just imagine if there is, um, <laughs> if there's uh, a side of the houses where it's Nicole and Danny, and then the other side of the house is Memphis, Christmas, Enzo. <laughs> right? That is that is a scary proposition. That is your final sex. Wow. Do you want to see David go? No. So no. Is he on your list for triple eviction? The, no. For your best case scenario? He probably will go. He probably will. No, I hope but, he I hope he doesn't. I, I think it's more doesn't. interesting if he's staying. I think it's way more interesting if he stays. I think he's such a bad player and has it, he, he can be so easily manipulated like we saw tonight. I think that uh that um this is kind a, of how Ian Terry though won season 14. He was kind of bad at Big Brother when he first was in the house. And then he learned from a bunch of good players, and then he figured out what to do at the end of the game. David may. Uh, Who's he learning he, from? <laughs> could he do that? He's learning through osmosis. He's learning just for the, the, these people who are bred for this. They, he's just going to. He's going to just stay by Dr. Will's place and just like, hey, yeah. what do teach. I do? He's like, Dr. Strange, teach me. Teach yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want no, it's gonna be like uh, Kate Blanchett and uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I want to know. I want to know everything. <laughs> you know, Daryl saying here in the comment, David still sucks. I can't believe you guys still believe he will ever win anything. Daryl, he's still here, so you got to give him credit, man. And uh, you know, one other comment here is: I think Tyler will take the money and leave the power, and so will Kevin and David. The power. No, no way, David. Um, David would rather win to get his first win under his belt ever. Yeah. He, he's going to he's gonna try to win regardless. Unless their safety is an option, and of course he would take that. Um, but, like, technically, if you're Kevin, David, Memphis, um, Nicole, Danny, and you have the proposition of a, a triple eviction... Wouldn't you want to take your shot at at Cody and Tyler? Oh, for sure. I think the next week, when when they find out, whenever they find out it's a triple eviction, which they probably won't find out till Thursday night, uh, that that it's not a double ev- eviction but a triple eviction. So I think they're anticipating the triple the double eviction, of course, right? But because yeah. it hasn't come yet, but they. 
they will not be prepared for this. It's they're gonna be scrambling. There's gonna be Frenzel is gonna be mousing around. You know, she's gonna be in every room talking <laughs> with every deal she can. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Can I have some cheese? You know, and so it's a. Uh, but she'll, rat woman all right and if people pick up on that fear enough that could backfire on her but uh but daryl here is saying jameel hey uh you only have enzo left next week because bye bye kevin kevin is going to be one of these three people that are going does anyone Teflon. not think does anyone think Teflon. that kevin can survive no there's no way that kevin and david both survive this triple eviction no. one of those two are gone regardless at the end I, of this. I would say 100% both uh, one of those two guys is gone. If not both of them. It's a very there's a good it, chance it, it will be like, both of them. And the odds are high for both of them. They both it was all part of the master plan. They oh, weakened okay. Cody by taking away his um his beef from his um his taco night and he's he's like I'm I don't have the power to survive. Right? Mm-hmm. It's all part of the plan. Kevin's going to just overpower him. Now, if somehow if somehow David and Kevin uh, survive, both survive this triple eviction. I, I will be elated, but that can't happen. The, the other, I think that you've got to expect that either Danny or Nicole, probably Danny, um, will definitely go in that triple eviction because I, I think that they. Stay age. It depends. It depends. It depends. But if uh, you know, with with the odds sort of being equal, uh, with giving like a degree of randomness to who could win these competitions, right? I think that Danny is uh, on a lot of people's radars because she has definitely been planting seeds, and people are kind of aware of that. And right. plus, everything that they, she put four people on the block, she when she was HOH. There's going to be fallout of that eventually. So right. um, would Tyler you know, so, put Danny on the block? I think he would. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Right. He, would Next, he put a call on the on the block? Uh, yes, I think so. He would. Um, it's Nicole and yeah, but Cody might say no. He might in the double or the triple. I think if Tyler wins the HOH for the triple, which he could, um, he could put up both. Yeah, yeah, he he probably would put up. But yeah. I think there would be a lot of pressures. Like you can't, you can only take one of them out. We got to put. Uh, Ty, um, Kevin and David, if they're still here, up. Right. You can't just leave them there. What is like sort of the my greatest case scenario for the triple eviction is like Cody. If Cody goes in that triple eviction, I think I'll be happy because I don't want to see Cody go deep in this game. I think that the game will be more interesting if he's out of it. Me too. Um, I agree. Like I think his time ha- has kind of come and gone. He, this is not exciting. I'd much rather see Tyler win of those two. Uh, he sucks. Although, Cody's like just boring. Yeah, he's he's predictable. He he if he if, if Dr. Will is the Gretzky, then um I don't know who Cody he's like is. Like the Dave Anderchuk, Dave. He's not even a Dave Anderchuk. I feel like he's more like a uh like a Jamie McCowan or he's like he's he's not even <laughs> He's kind of an unknown defenseman. He's like sort of um he's he's more of a sidekick. He's more of a number 2. He's a lieutenant. Um number 2 indeed. He's a Riker. He's a Riker. He's a, no, he's a Shelby. He's a Shelby. A, a little John, you know, whatever. He's a whatever. Shelby. Yes. Uh, okay. And so next Thursday is a two-hour show. But question here is, who will be the next OH guys? Do you want to give a prediction on who you think is most likely? I think Jimmy, you kind of did, right? Uh, you already said it was going to be I Tyler. I thought I changed it. Did, yeah. what, didn't I change it? Yeah, you might have. I think you said Tyler. If if is that currently your stance? Um, did I say Tyler? Uh, I did say Tyler, I believe. So I guess I'll I'll stick with what I said. Jeff, 
Christmas. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm I just because I'm wrong about everything, and because I clearly just you saw from the draft, I'm out. I Nicole Anthony and Davon that didn't pay off. Um, so I'm going to say that David will win HOH. Yay! Great. This saves Kevin. <laughs> saves uh, Kevin and takes um shot at Danny and. Did Singbot say that Cody's IQ was ten? Yes. He's a perfect mm. 10. <laughs> 10 being his IQ. Zing. Cody don't like that. He's now he's only going to turn up how intellectual he is. Yeah. Yeah. I have read for this. Mary is predicting that Kevin will win HOH. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I'll be like, oh, yeah. He says, <laughs> he says Kevin's going to win every week. And I'm like, I don't know about that, Barry. I don't think he's good at winning things. Well, but hey, he he survives. If he does. If he does, he's, every... he's the Spencer. He's the Spencer this season. He's got to win. Yeah, he is. The, that, that I agree with. He is definitely the Spencer of, of this season. If Kevin does win a H O H, does Kevin definitely go in the in the trip? Kevin will either go in or he'll finish fourth. Right. It doesn't yeah. even matter if he like, unless he was to like win HOH and then he wins the veto in the in the in the triple wow. eviction. Uh, wow. Then and then like that would be amazing. Like Kevin would suddenly go from like this sort of pathetic player to something that has made something of himself in, in like that. He would go from uh, and, sort and, of and that's and that's the crazy thing. Like people, we've been dogging David and whoever says, "Oh, David sucks and everything." Yes, he does, but. He can still win just by doing well in the latter part of the game. They'll totally forgive everything else he's done, right? If he goes and, and he wins the triple eviction, right? The HOH for triple eviction takes out Tyler and Cody and then survives to the end, possibly taking out one more person, maybe a Christmas or a Memphis. Not Christmas, unique Christmas in the end, but like a Memphis or a Danny. Like he's gonna get a lot of respect, and <laughs> like he is, he is. That's chat's blowing up right now because I predicted David to be the HOH. People are asking me what I'm drinking. People, uh, uh, Daryl says I've given uh, David the kiss of death by even picking him. So can it's, you it's imagine though, right? if David wins that HOH and he puts Memphis on the block and Memphis goes home because of a David triple eviction HOH? <laughs> the best thing ever and then he would be so mad at tyler for not doing this back door when he had the chance to take david out it'd be amazing I, yeah if like if if, if david I, had to like actually look memphis in the eye and a victim this season will be redeemable if that happens yes if that happens i will enjoy it this season uh, okay would that be the would that be good or uh would it be better if it's um final four and David wins the veto, and, oh, yes. and oh, Memphis yeah. is on the block, and David has to to put the final vote to vote out Memphis. That'd be great. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm at the big boy table now. You're like, you're no longer seated. Get a step this, in. With all this exciting stuff that might happen, right? Like, why do we need Doctor Will there? Like, because this is just no. when the game is maybe going to start to get exciting. Yeah, because, we don't, Dave. He uh, should have been no. there at the beginning, not now. I'll tell you why they need him, because they need to keep people um, with the game long enough for this stuff to happen. And they're hoping that this transition into this week, like. Oh, we lost he's, just freeze. he's freezing mid thought. 
might come back. Sometimes he comes back. Sometimes he comes Fox. back. But I feel like this is one where he's not going to come back right away. I feel like it's one where he's he's frozen in time, Jamil. Frozen in that oh. thought. I was I was I was on um, every word he was saying in terms of yeah. what was going to happen. How little we knew the. <laughs> Punk Funko world. Well, let's pick this up. Let's keep the conversation moving. Um, just in terms of, yeah. Sorry, what was Jamil saying? I lost it. Well, I, okay. Here's the deal. Here's the here, here, here's what it comes down to. The same people keep putting the HOHs. Okay, the same group, the Memphis group. Memphis has like a group. He, he's a supervillain. Christmas is his number one henchwoman. He's got Cody as like a hitman, literally from the hitman. Yeah, he's been hired from the hitman. And Enzo is like his other muscle. Yeah, he's so like, he's got, uh, what is he, like conciliary? Yeah, he's the conciliary. He's the Robert Duvall, but also <laughs> a little bit of Chibs. Yeah, or he's, look, he's, uh, we're just going to stick to Godfather references. He's kind of like the, um, he's not Fredo. That's for sure. No. Enzo's no Fredo. Enzo oh, is. That's, that's a he's slur. more like Abe Pagoda. I think he's Abe Pagoda. Oh, no, <laughs> Abe Pagoda. He's more like Sunny. Let's make him Sunny. Okay, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be Sunny because he will get gunned down eventually. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not. I don't know if Enzo's going to final three. Why would you want to go to like, like Memphis thinks he can beat Enzo in the final three? I'm not so sure. I don't think Memphis is going to beat much anybody. Really, in the final, uh, or sorry, final two. Not final I don't two. know. I th- yeah, I think Memphis just thinks he's great. <laughs> he's he's got. He just thinks he's amazing, and everyone else sucks. <laughs> it seems to be working. <laughs> it's paying off. Like he is just like I, he's almost like the Trump of Big Brother players. I would say is, yeah, is Memphis because he's just like I, I'm the greatest. I'll do whatever yeah. I want. You try to stop me. And like friends, I was like, you're so weird, but whatever. It's like, it's, it's like, yeah, we'll just keep doing what you want. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's benefiting her, she doesn't care. But like, um, yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't know. understand how Memphis gets away with what he does other than they think like he's getting our dirty work done for us. He's in our alliance. He's not going to target us. And we know we can beat him in the final two. Whereas Memphis is, that's one thing where he. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to give it the finger. Uh, one thing where he uh, uh, is not um, figuring it out. Uh, he's not. Um, he's you not figuring out. Him. He's he's not self aware to know his position in the game. Say what you wanted to say. You wanted to give the finger to Memphis. I mean, that's for. Really well, I'm not, I'm fine <laughs> to give the finger to Memphis. I'm not saying he's not deserving of a finger, but uh, but yeah, like it's. Gross. Okay, so then, uh, well, okay, so Mary's saying that after the 16 uh, hours of feeds going down, because more of these wall yellers and all of this, the wall yeller um, fiasco, and why is it getting, why is it worse now than in past seasons? I'm not sure. Maybe because people have more time on their hands because of the pandemic? Probably. Right? And so how bad uh, were the live feeds that they needed to do something to help this season? Well, I don't know, like... If they need more security around their building, they need to look into that. Because if, security, though, like, do you know, like how, like the Big Brother house, like sits on the lot? Not it, like, sort of. I've sort of like seen. I saw a video of one of these wall yellers going like around with like a, with like a GoPro on or whatever, and sort of showing what's around there. And it's like yeah, this well, small little right where the backyard is, where the where like the lot of the Paramount or whatever it is, um, CBS Studios. Where, where where like their their studio is is right on the corner of the lot where the LA River comes up and you can go onto the LA River and then shout and then or use a megaphone and they'll hear you. LA and River, anybody can drive on that? 
No, you can't drive on it. You can break into it, and that's what people do. Okay, but okay, I don't know enough about any of that stuff. But um, you know, it's not great that that's happening. But like, maybe they have to solve for this next time they play the game. I don't know if like the location of the house is going to always work for them, or they're going to have to do something else to uh, to prevent that kind of stuff from happening with some kind of soundproofing. I don't even know what that would look like, but. Um, I think if they want to solve for this, because it's going to affect their business model and live feeds, people are going to be pissed off if they're if this is going to keep happening, and you're going to take it down for multiple hours. So they'll, you know, it depends. It will depend how much they're willing to spend to solve for it ultimately. Yes, it will. They'll just have to set up some gun turrets, you know, on the LA River. Jamil, Whoa. sorry, we lost you mid-thought. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what you were saying. but um... I, I kept talking for a while. It was one of my most epic rants of all time. It was good. Uh, I was I was with you, and then it stopped. I was, I was with you. Uh, oh. Do you want, so we were just talking about the fact that the live feeds have gone out so much, these wall yellers. The, we've talked about this a lot in this uh, coverage of this season where um, you know these, these wall yellers are sort of disrupting the live feeds. It's disrupting the CBS business model. Will that lead to some sort of them either moving the location uh, of the house or putting some soundproofing up from where the vulnerable areas are? Or um, I don't know what the other option would be, I guess. Um, cancel the show but or just allow this kind of stuff to go on because i don't know if they can keep every time someone yells in like uh dave on david's not the one who voted against you it was franzel or whatever you know like obviously that's played out on the show we should talk about that too just dave on's reaction to finding out that information tonight um because i think that there's some some stuff to unpack there but uh, yeah, like just I, I, we all said that the integrity of the game says even if it, if if it's actually hurting people we we're not cheering for uh, is bad, and so we we'd like to see this stuff one way or the other. Just we're saying it's just going to matter how much they're willing to spend to stop it because it's only going to get worse. Um, you you know, and eventually you're going to have to solve for things like drones and other things that people are going to be able to send into that place. So I'm surprised the drones haven't happened. I really am. I mean. Like, I think the a, charges are a lot higher if it's a drone. Mm -hmm. um, so if you go over there and you just say something, you're just kind of trespassing, right? And there's probably like a fine. But if you're like trespassing plus you have uh, a drone with like a speaker or something, then they can probably hit you with a, a whole bunch of other like bylaws and stuff that they could just kill you. With. Yeah. I, my understanding is the U S is more strict on the drone situation. They have like more uh, regulations around that too. And you have to fly all flight plans and I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I understand it's a bit more complicated than here in Canada. So um, yeah, you know like gonna so next someone's going to do it though. Someone, someone like someone's going to figure out how to, how to do it uh, without getting traced eventually. What's going to happen next year is, um, um, Big Brother is going to pair up with Amazon and they're going to have like, um, uh, it's my HOH. Um, come outside, everyone. See my HOH drone. And the drone delivers like a package with like the deliveries. The I'm the Zing drone. Zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Bring, brings like all the pictures from home. and yeah. All that. yeah, they'll eventually do that kind of stuff. But then you'll have these these drones you won't want to come in too eventually but we're a few years away from that kind of thing i think evolving into that stage right now we just have people breaking into the la river and shouting with their megaphones that's right okay but just to go back i uh let's talk about 
we talked about Davon in and out, and she was a victim. Time. I'm just kind of glad she's gone because she was not doing anything in this game that was worth a, a dang. But she was filibusting. Um, she wasn't worth doing anything that wasn't worth a damn. She was not. I was. I drafted her. I was cheering for her, but this was. She was just like in the dark about so much. She couldn't separate game from real life at all. Her relationship with Franzel is ultimately her undoing mostly but it's not just that right it's just it's that she plays with her heart not with her head she's is intuitive but in a lot of the wrong ways and she does and she and so and and franzel's uh uh breaking this to her here and her reaction saying like no it's okay that she's okay that franzel lied to her but that there was this whole thing about blaming david and him being uh black and her being black and that not being something that she wanted to have on her image and so she that's that's the one thing she was sort of resentful of franzel about here but i guess nicole figured i'll tell you in my goodbye speech um and then i don't have first of all i don't have to deal with it you'll you'll have time in the jury house to cool off we'll see um and you might still vote for me again in the jury if i think uh, it could be cooling off that's not what Devon does. Devon's getting hot right she's now. She's going to be stewing. She's going to be yeah. stewing. She's stewing she's right now. She's talking to Ian. She's saying, Ian, this is bullshit. We were That's both fooled. We were both fooled, Ian. We thought you saved. Like, Ian's going to be mad because he thought he was going to be saved. And then Ian's going to be, um, Devon's going to be feeling bad that Ian's game got screwed up, plus hers. Like, look, all of this is Davon's fault, and I'll tell you exactly what point it was. When they were in the Slick Six, who was her connective tissue to that group? It was uh, Danny and Nicole, right? And the fact that she never made any ties with the rest of the people, she was not made ties with Cody, she did not make ties with Enzo, she did not make ties with, uh, who else was it? Uh, Memphis. Me Enzo no, no, Memphis wasn't in the Slick Six. Um, Enzo, you know I mean? Cody, was it Christmas? Uh, yeah. Did not make ties with these individuals. So when things came down, the only person she gripped onto was Danny, right? Danny Nicole. And one, that was a relationship that they easily were able to point at, right? Because they used their Vanessa Russo thought process of like, if you're a pair or if you're together and you're not part of the alliance, you have to be gone. And they got rid of Bailey, and then they're like, "Oh, look, she's with Nicole and and um, Danny." And she made it so obvious, so friggin' obvious that of course there's a giant bullseye, right? And she's gone. She, why would you trust her when you know that in the pecking order you'll never be close to the top? So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like okay. So like, we saw in Ian's goodbye, like when he was evicted last week. He was like, well, they got me. I got to respect the game. And Davon had a little bit of that in what she said as well. But although she was still mad at uh, Nicole for this more specific reason. But um, is it possible that Davon and Ian come to respect Nicole for fooling them in the house? And that becomes the narrative of the jury house moving forward. No. No? They, do you think they'll be bitter? I don't think they're going to respect what she did. Yeah. And how she did it. Yeah. No. If, if Nicole Franzel is at the end, will she get Davon and Ian's votes? Depends who she sits besides, but, but uh, probably not. <laughs> no. Who does she get votes over? Who does she be? She beats Memphis in the end? For, for, Devon, for Devon, everyone. I was, was going to say maybe Memphis. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe David. Maybe. Maybe she might give it to David. Maybe. No, no Devon will give it to David for sure. She definitely would. Yeah. She definitely would. But like, 
Like, why would she give it to Nicole? She gave it to Nicole last time. She's not going to give it to her this time. She might. Oh, what about over Christmas? Would she give Christmas the money over Nicole? She give it Christmas. Right now, I think she would. Yeah, because her fight with uh, with Christmas, I, I think, is now superseded by this betrayal of Frenzel. Uh, once she has real time to think about how many times she lied to her about it and how and whatever, um, I think it's going to really sink in. I think the guilt over David is going to sink in. And I don't know, like, okay, these two votes that were thrown Davon's way tonight in, in Frenzel and, uh, and Danny, was this pandering to get to sort of gain favor back with Davon or was this done to sabotage other players in the house or both? No, no? it was all jury management. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, they they know, but so won't, that have, won't that have consequences? Won't everyone say, well, who are the two votes to keep Dave on? No, there, there's no point. When every single person in the house knew that Danny was tied with Dave on or wanted to keep Dave on, right? And there was it was understood, not a revelation, and people had time to think about it. It's like, of course she's going to um, vote out Dave on, but she knows that she was gone because she spoke to Cody. So... It's like, hey, I want to vote for her. I know you guys have enough votes. Um, Dave, no one's going to vote for Davon, but you know, Davon is my friend, and I said I was going to vote for her. Right? They're in the clear. She's not really in the clear, but from her perspective, she's in the clear. They're not in the clear. This is bad because right immediately, what this does, consciously or subconsciously, is you are at the bottom of this committee alliance now. Of those, of those, uh, what's eight of them, right? That are in that. No, seven. No, six. There's six. six. How many people are in? The, six people in the committee, right? Because it's Memphis, yeah. Christmas, uh, Danny, Nicole, Cody, and Tyler. So yeah. I mean, immediately, like I know Tyler is now a big target, right? But I think that at the peck at the bottom of sort of the social pecking order, Danny and Nicole are there because even though they've now lost Davon and yet another ally, I, I just don't think they have a lot of trust with that group, and I think that they'll be looking to cut them. We'll see what Cody does. I think Cody, Cody, what Cody does with Frenzel down the stretch is going to be interesting to see because he's. We saw this uh, this chat tonight he was having with Danny, and I'm still not clear if Cody has loyalty to Danny or not. I I'm thinking no, but I think he might still have some kind of not a loyalty to Nicole Frenzel, but at least some kind of like I can still use her towards what I need to do. She's still mm-hmm. in his plan. Right. Plus, these people want their votes, right? Yeah. Right. Of course. And they want to they want to look as good as that person goes out the door as possible, right? Yeah. One way or the other. You know, you can talk about I respect the game, but people don't like to be fooled or humiliated or um, or embarrassed or whatever. You know, so like all of those emotions are going to come through now. May, like maybe certain players like uh, Ian might be a little bit more logical about it, especially he's had the most time to cool off, and he's pretty cool guy to begin with uh in that jury house after i don't know it's gonna be like six weeks of living there but we'll see i i, I would love a bitter jury i would love to see some fireworks uh speeches if, if memphis goes out and spills beans the way that he talks to ian and devon there'll be a bitter jury for sure just yep. imagine if like from memphis's point of view talking to Ian and Devon about what happened, that's not the narrative presented that you'd want a jury to have. We're going to have to wrap up the show shortly because we have to head to another podcast shortly for Live Long in Podcast, which is Star Trek related as we're heading to Lower Decks. But uh, last chance in the chat, if anyone wants to throw some questions or theories or ideas in, we'll uh, take uh, last call for that. And uh, 
just while we're waiting to see that uh, you know so as mentioned uh live long and podcast is our star trek channel where we do star trek podcasts uh four times a week tuesdays deep space nine wednesdays original series tonight we're doing lower decks as that show is now airing in its first season and on this this weekend we'll be doing star trek radio theater where we're reenacting an episode of deep space nine us all doing wacky voices in that uh in that cruise voice so check that out over live long and podcast also on Sunday, our other channel, Trivial Debates, we're going to be doing the Triple Threat Tag Team Battle Royale with me and Jeff versus Chris and Jamil versus Jevin and, uh, or Kevin and Jody with Ashley Millard hosting. So check that over on Trivial Debates. All That's all linked in our uh, other channels. And also, um, yeah, here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, we are covering Big Brother, but we also cover Survivor, and we've covered Westworld earlier this year. So if you're a Westworld guy or a fan, uh, check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. So anything from? Uh, seems like we're good for questions. Any? There, I don't think there's anything from live feeds around uh, the HOH. So guys, uh, any final thoughts? No, I'm I'm good. Viva la David. <laughs> Viva la David. David will be the HOH. Mark my words. I'm drinking something fun. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you join us over on Live Long and Podcast in a short while. But if not, uh, we'll see you Sunday for the uh, the the uh, HOH and the nominations. So till then, take care and stay safe. Oh, thank you.